0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Voice of Veritas podcast, where we dig into the truth and information. My name is Zoe Sands and joining me today is Peter Grimmond, Head of Technology for EMEA. Hello, Peter.
1: Hello. Great to be here.
0: Oh, thank you, Peter. So today we're going to discuss protecting data from ransomware. So WannaCry was the biggest ransom attack of 2017 and it affected over 300,000 organizations worldwide so probably most people have heard of ransomware but just so we're all clear perhaps you could tell us a little bit more about what a ransomware attack is
1: yeah certainly well ransomware is basically a specific form of malware that is specifically designed to uh, to infect machines uh, and then to encrypt either files or entire machines, and then post a ransom note and encourage people to pay money to get their data back again. Uh, so that's, that's it in, in a nutshell. In the past, most ransomware was spread through social engineering, so you get a, an email and you'd click on a link and you'd get infected that way. But uh, last year, we actually saw a new trend, which was self-propagating ransomware. In fact, WannaCry was the first example of that. So WannaCry was a worm, uh, which means that it's able to, to exploit vulnerabilities in computers to spread itself from one computer to another, and that's what made it so voracious. And then you had follow-ups from that, so Petya and NotPetya were, were both uh, worms as well.
0: Ransomware's been around for a while, so shouldn't we be used to this and getting on top of this issue as a business?
1: Well, you'd think that, wouldn't you? But unfortunately, ransomware is such a big business. So it's a $5 billion industry globally now. So it's such a big business that the the bad guys are always innovating to try and stay ahead and to find new ways of of infecting systems and encouraging uh, us to, to pay up to get our data back. Now unfortunately in most cases even if you do pay up you don't get your data back but nonetheless it does generate an awful lot of money so malicious organisations are doing whatever they can to to keep ahead of us as we try and uh, defeat them.
0: So how should an organisation protect themselves from these ransomware attacks that are coming because they obviously wouldn't know when they're going to happen so they need to put some kind of protection mechanism in to protect their data.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess um, ransomware in some ways is, is no different from, from any other malware or cyber attack. Um, I mean, the only difference is, is, is its intention to extract money rather than potentially um, you know, just cause harm or to steal data. Uh, so in that regard, uh, you need the same sort of defense in depth strategy that you would apply to other forms of malware. So you need to make sure you've got good network security, that you've got email and spam filters in place, that you're educating your end users so that they know to do the right things. They don't click on links they shouldn't be clicking on. That you're scanning endpoints properly. You've got good antivirus uh, protection in place, malware detection, um, and that you're making sure that you patch your systems regularly uh, so that any vulnerabilities that are in your systems, you close those quickly. So you know it's good practice. Uh, whatever form of uh, cyber attack you're trying to defend against.
0: So prevention is is better than a cure, but not always can you prevent everything from happening. So what can you do if you are infected by a ransomware attack?
1: Well, so you're right. So prevention's the first thing, but unfortunately organisations do get infected. You know, there were many thousands that were infected um, last year and the number's increasing year on year. The first thing to do really is to identify the systems that, that have been infected and to shut them down. Um, once you've shut down the infected system, then it can't encrypt any more data and therefore you limit the the impact of the uh, of the attack so that's the first thing to do having done that you need to isolate the systems start them up uh, and then uh, and then disinfect them using a reputable scanning software and, and, and anti-malware software but then you've got to try and get your data back so the the next thing is to try and identify what data has been encrypted um, hopefully you find that's not too much but it could be in, and it has been in some cases a lot uh, and then you've got to use um, you know traditional kind of backup and recovery mechanisms to get that data back again
0: so having reliable backups is key to surviving a ransomware attack?
1: Yes, absolutely. And Backup recovery is ultimately the, the last line of defense. You know, if you've had your data encrypted, uh, then the only way to get it back is to restore it from, from a backup. Uh, and in the attacks we saw last year, where a number of large global organizations were infected and had a lot of their data encrypted, uh, then having you know good backup and recovery uh, mechanisms in place was w- really what saved them. But even then, You know, it took them many days, in some cases weeks and months to recover from that.
0: Okay Peter, so are there any special measures that you'd recommend businesses take to protect themselves from ransomware attacks?
1: Well yes, you do have to make sure that the backup infrastructure itself is well protected. Some of the cases last year, um, customers actually had their backup infrastructure infected, which meant that we had to help them recover their backup servers before they could recover their data. So hardening the backup servers to make them resistant from attack is a very good place to start. Uh, making sure that the the servers are regularly patched, the firmware, the operating system, the backup software, uh, that you've got host intrusion protection software installed on those servers so that only the allowed processes are running and you can't have uh, malicious processes running on those boxes. Preferably using Linux rather than Windows because it tends to be a little bit more resistant to, to, to malware attacks. Um, uh, and you can achieve all of that, actually, by using a NetBackup Appliance, which is a Linux-based box, uh, which which, uh, which has all of the, the software installed by Veritas and maintained by Veritas, and also runs um, host intrusion protection software on it. So that's the first step. Um, second step is to make sure that you restrict access to the backup servers to as small a group of users as possible, and that you you practice separation of roles. So um, people who are administrators on on production servers shouldn't be administrators on backup servers, and vice versa. Um, That way, if a particular user's identification is compromised, then it's less likely they're going to be able to uh, go ahead and and do damage to the backup servers as well. And then the the next thing is it's really important to make sure you keep an air-gapped copy of your backup data. So even if your backup server is compromised uh, and the backup data there is, is encrypted or corrupted, you have another copy. Now, a very obvious way of doing that is to put a copy on tape. But more and more often these days, organizations are moving away from using tape uh, and so another good way of doing it is to have a separate backup environment and replicate the data from one backup environment to the other. Uh, NetBackup has the capability to do that with a function called Auto Image Replication uh, which can provide uh, that air-gapped capability for you. Uh, and then the next point, uh, make sure you back up your backup servers so that if they do get compromised uh, and encrypted you can restore the backup servers before you restore the rest of the data. Then test, test your restores. Um, doing regular restore tests um, assures that you've got good quality backups and the data is, is sound. And then finally, you might want to think about backing up the data on, on laptops and desktops as well as on servers um, because it can take a very long time if, if uh, a large population of users has been infected to recover their data. Uh, so it's another good good uh, best practice to bear in mind.
0: So That's all really good advice, Peter. Thank you for sharing that with us. So as we wrap up today's podcast on ransomware can you just quickly summarize the highlights from this podcast for our listeners today
1: yeah certainly well I, I guess the first thing is that ransomware is highly lucrative uh, and as a result it's on the increase because the bad guys want more of our money um, if it infects an enterprise it can be really really catastrophic you know we saw a number of uh, you know, major brands that were impacted last year and and uh, and it really had a, a significant impact on their business prevention uh, prevention's definitely better than cure so practice defense in depth and make sure you've got all your security measures in place uh, but then if all else fails and you do get infected make sure make sure you've got a robust backup and recovery mechanism in place
0: so thank you peter that's been a really interesting podcast today do appreciate your time have a great day everybody
1: thanks bye everyone.